With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Actors' Choice, where the actors and actresses have a chance to talk about themselves and their careers. Join us now for the next hour as we explore the marvelous industry of acting by actors and actresses from today's exciting show business world. And now, direct from Hollywood, here's your host, Ron Brewington. Hi, everybody. I'm Ron Brewington, and welcome to The Actor's Choice, brought to you by Photography as an Art, Harvey Brandman, Master Photographer, located at 1307 North San Fernando Boulevard, Burbank, California. Attorney Ron Irwin's book, Haiku, Style, Passion, Heart. Author Larry Buford's book to the future, Time Travel. Message in a capsule. State Farm agent Carla Green and veteran actor Rob Bernstein's actor training school and actor space. Roll it, Tony. Just called the office with a message for you, but I'm not comfortable spitting in your face, so I'll just say good luck today. No, I get it. The Russians are so mean. I think they blame me for the miracle on ice. This place is huge. What do you do here by yourself all day? You must get so bored. Scared. Bored. <laughs> Seems a shame to let such an awesome espresso machine go unused. Yeah, but maybe we shouldn't mess with their stuff. Ah, it's just coffee. Seriously, after the way that they treated you, I'm surprised you're not using all their cool stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, my first guest today was born and raised in Westchester, New York. I'm from New York City in Harlem, and our other guest, he's also from New York, so we got a bunch of New Yorkers in this studio. We done took over the place, That's took right. the place over. She graduated from NYU Tisch School of the Arts and went on to study in France at the Roy Hart Vocal Institute. She's an actress and a producer with 23 IMDb television and film credits. She's currently in the West Coast premiere of the musical comedy called Found. Ladies and gentlemen, if you will, please welcome Carla Mosley. Mm-hmm. Carla, thank you so much for dropping by today on the President's Day of all days. Yes. You could have stayed home and put your feet up, watched the baby, and oh, do a whole no. lot of other things. I'd rather be in no other place. Thank you, my dear. Thank you so much. Uh, I read your bio, as I usually do. Yes. Marvelous. Tell us what made you get into acting. Uh, you know, I was lucky enough to have two parents who love the arts. And as you said, I grew up close to New York, yes. to New York City. And um, I think, you know, I asked my mom recently, we discussed that she just turned 71, and I said, if there's anything that you could do in your life, what would it be? And she said, be a prima ballerina. (laughs) I tried not to laugh, but I understand that, you know, Mm -hmm. growing up, she wasn't encouraged to follow her creative dreams, and Mm -hmm. so she made sure to encourage that in myself and my sister. That's a good mom. What's her name? Uh, Shirley. Uh, Hi, Shirley. Thank you so much. Look what you brought us, Shirley. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And likewise, my dad loved to sing, and so we they take us down to see Broadway shows when I was little, and that just um, that just lit a spark in me. Excellent. Have you been on Broadway yet? I haven't. I've been off Broadway. I've been blessed to do, you know, I started in musical theater, which is why it's so wonderful that I'm able to do musical theater again all these years later and in Los Angeles of all places. I never thought that I'd be doing that when I moved out here. Um, But I've been blessed to do a lot of television since I left school. 
And so I've sort of slotted in my musical theater along the way off-Broadway. I did um, Dream Girls with Jennifer Holliday yes. uh, in the Muni in St. Louis and Houston. Uh, I performed at Arena Stage, Sophisticated Ladies with Maurice Hines um, in, in Washington, D.C. So I have been able to do some musical theater, but I at some point will definitely get back to that, to that Broadway because that's been my dream. Thank you. Get on that stage. Yeah. You know, she says she has a lot of TV. She's pulling it mildly. Wait till you hear some of the numbers that she's got. We'll come to that in just a minute. Your first IMDb role was in 2003 in the TV series High Five. Take us back to those days, please. Um, that was a complete surprise. Uh, I, I also, in my, part of my artistry is lined up with social justice work. Okay. And I love volunteering. I love community-based art. And so at the time, I was volunteering with kids up in Harlem at a community garden okay. and doing art with them there. And I happened to get a manager. I was still in college. I was still at NYU thinking about graduating and all of that. And I went in on this audition, and I ended up getting it. I think it was my second audition. And they said, um, you're moving to Australia in 30 days because that's where it shot. And I said to my manager, but what about the kids? You know, she said, <laughs> Carla, I promise you, you're going to reach a lot more kids this way. So I'm grateful for that little push. Um, and, and I, you know, so I, I went to Australia and I shot there on and off for four years. And then we would, it aired here. It was the American version of an Australian show. Gotcha. And so it aired here and it aired in Canada um, and in parts of Central and South, South America. Um, and, we would tour and do live shows. So it was this amazing, um, it, you know, it was incredible to learn a new skill in television. I'd never done that before. Yeah. But also to incorporate my training as a musical theater actor and bring that. And then also my love of service and, and of children. Hmm. Yeah. You did 70 episodes. <laughs> seven zero. Yeah. I mean, this is a lady who, this is your first role in IMDb. A marvelous way to start your career as an actress. Yeah, you know, I um, I put myself through college, and it, because of that, I never had to defer on my student loans. So I don't take that lightly, and I'm very, uh, I'm very, very grateful for that job. Do you recall the audition, or the big A as we call it, <laughs> that you had to do for that particular role? Yeah, I, I'll never forget it. It was such a warm. I, I've really been blessed to work with with people who I truly enjoy. Mm -hmm. with I've, like, walked into families in every job that I have had. Um, and so I walked in, and these people were so kind and so supportive. And the initial audition I did, um, Don't Leave Me This Well, the way Thelma Houston song, and I started, I created a story around it, though. I made it into a children's story, and I started standing on my head, and then I did this whole kind of act, and mm -hmm. they received it. It's, they just they loved it and they were really supportive and then I have to say that into the job they, they supported my creative impulses mm -hmm. and my um, desire to uh, kind of sculpt the choreography that I did and the storytelling and input on songs and things like that so it was a, it was a very special time excellent Mm -hmm. Well, a year later in 2008, you did 69 episodes in another TV series called Guiding Light. <laughs> uh, getting good roles here, aren't you? For yeah. A newbie. Yeah. You ain't a struggling actor. You are a newbie. <laughs> no. Doing well. Doing yeah. well. That was really special. My mom, um, mm -hmm. my, my mom remembered watching, as I think so many people had, watched with her mother, yes. The Guiding Light. What was incredible about that show, I was I kind of scooted in at the end because unfortunately it was canceled. 
that year, and it was the first of the soaps to go. And it was a big deal because it, the Guiding Light, nothing will ever be what the Guiding Light was, mm -hmm. including radio and then television. It was on for over 70 years. Mm -hmm. And it was just, uh, you know, it was, it was iconic. And it was, again, a family. And, um, and so I, that was, I, I will never experience anything like that again. And I'm so grateful that I did. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Then you did another play. Um, a TV series. They called it Heart of Dixie. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like an interesting title. Yeah. What was your role there? Um, I played Elodie, mm -hmm. and she was a kind of saucy Southern belle, and um, you know, put a twang on it. Exactly. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> it was really fun because I'm such a sweet girl, and mm -hmm. I often play sweet people, and she was. You know, she was sweet, but there was something behind that smile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, make you want to holler through both right. hands. <laughs> so, um, so that was a really fun role, and again, a great group of people. And it shot close to where we are now, over on the Warner Brothers lot, which gotcha. is such a historic lot to shoot on. Gotcha. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, here's where all the film comes in, right here. And if that wasn't enough, while she was doing Heart of Dixie, she had a simultaneous role of Maya Avant, mm -hmm. who later became Maya Avant Forrester on one of the most well-known soap operas, The Bold and the Beautiful. That's right. How did that feel? Oh, it was, it was a total dream. Even the way that it happened. I mean, you talk about auditions. I didn't audition. What? Yeah, it was... Um, it was uh, just divine. I had just moved out here. Mm -hmm. I hadn't even moved. I was like kind of trying it out. I was going back and forth between here and New York. Right. And I came out of a yoga class, which is very LA, I realized. Um, I came out of a yoga class and I looked at my phone and they said, uh, the, the, so and so, well, they said, Brad Bell over at Bold and the Beautiful wants to see you. And I said, great, send over the sides. I'll get it together, you know, because as an actor, that's what you do. Okay, fine. They need to see me in two hours. I'll get it together. And they said, oh, no, there are no sides. So I said, okay. So I go up. I'm thinking, well, maybe they're seeing a bunch of people. And I go up, and there's a cone with my name on it. And I walk upstairs, and it's just Brad and the head of casting, Christy Dooley, who's magnificent. And they, we just talked. And he had seen something that I did with another actor, Lawrence St. Victor, uh, a web series, Wedlocked. Mm -hmm. And now, since then, we've rebooted the web, the web series. We, yes. You know, the production value is great. This version was not that, <laughs> but for whatever reason, he loved what we were doing and the chemistry that we had. I'd been on um, Guiding Light with Lawrence, and he uh, he said, I, I'm really just curious about you, and would you be interested in coming? And two weeks later, I was on the show. Would you please tell our audience, worldwide audience, how many episodes did you do on that show? Well, you inform me. Yes. I don't know, because we just crank them out. But <laughs> according to you, 512. 512. <laughs> I say again, that's a lot of work. It is. That means you were virtually on set just about every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially there were three years where my storyline was really beautiful and heavy. And um, uh, my character came out as trans, and it was okay. a big deal. Um, and so I was on, yeah, we were shooting eight, nine episodes a week. And I'll tell you, and we also got to travel with the show. You know, our show is the number one show, soap internationally. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to go to Monte Carlo. I got to bring my mom. That was very, she was very excited about that. Um, and uh, Switzerland and uh, Finland and South Africa okay. was incredible. And I'll tell you, 
the most amazing thing about South Africa, obviously we know that their history of apartheid and um, my friend is from there. And mm -hmm. when I was going, he said, oh, Carla, you don't know what you're walking into. He was like, when we were growing up in the townships where, you know, we would take the car battery out of the car when Bolton and the Beautiful came on to power up the TV, everything would stop and they would watch the Bolton and the Beautiful. And then what I learned when I was there is that it was actually a tool of communication once apartheid was breaking down because blacks and whites and, you know, Indians and all the different people who were coming together had never really spoken to each other or interacted. But the thing that they could talk about was the bold and beautiful. Isn't that amazing? Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yes. So going there was just, it was mind-blowing. It was like hundreds and thousands of people in a mall to, to come shake our hands, you mm. know, things that you, that you dream of happening. I have an expression as a teacher. I, I talk about the three E's, education, exposure, and experience. You got it all, lady. That's it. That's what it's all about. That's what you need. Yeah. Definitely, for sure. Uh, what are soap operas, please? <laughs> Can you tell me what's a soap opera? Yeah, well, so, you know, going back to Guiding Light starts on the radio, right? right? You have women, mostly at that time, at mm -hmm. home, uh, who are trying to... Uh, get the, get all the chores done, mm -hmm. you know, but you want, want to entertain them. And you also want to sell things. Right. So <laughs> at that time, they wanted to sell dishwashing products, soaps. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it comes from. They have these ads. And uh, in between, the way that you keep them to, to hear the advertising are with these little snippets of story. Right. And so Guiding Light was the first of those. And you have these characters and these families and um, domestic situations mm -hmm. that speak to um, the hearts of what people know, but also what they would never do. You know, the things that they would never do, the thing, or the things that they would never say they did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. As you know, a lot of people live their whole lives behind soap operas. Yes. Yeah, I, our show's been on for over 30 years. There are people on that show, both on the camera and behind, who have been there since day one. And oh. as an actor... To have a job that employs you for that long, you know, you can buy a house, you can raise kids, you can just feel secure. And that's something that is probably avail available in no other okay. kind of media. Got to ask you, why'd you leave it? Mm. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I, you know, I still do go back mm -hmm. every once in a while. Um, but as I said, Maya came out as trans and which was a, a really beautiful storyline. It was very special at the time because um, she had been on the show. And so it forced people to, to look at, if I, didn't, if I liked this character before yes. and I don't like her now, now that I have this information, why is that? Yeah. You know, like in real, you know, and, and to look at our own um, values and thoughts and opinions about people, which I think is, a really, is, is what art does at its best. Gotcha. But I think now with shows like Pose or, you know, just the time that we're in, um, it's beyond the time for me to be playing that role. I think gotcha. that, especially as a black woman, I understand the importance of being able to tell our own stories. Gotcha. And so I think it's time for, um, for, for trans actors to be able to tell their stories. Okay. You know? And I'll, I'll, you know, I love the show. I'll go back if they, if they want me to. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's why I'm I'm okay with taking a step back and seeing what's next. Okay, one more question in that area. Okay. How do you feel about the networks when they started cutting the number of soap operas? Oh, I think we're all sad about it. I mean, that's <laughs> like I said, what other place do you have where you can stay for that long? That's right. And not only that, but the fans. That's really what makes this soap opera so special is or that genre so special are the, are the fans. Everywhere we go, people say, I've watched for five generations. I've, you know, it's, uh, it's often men who will come up to me in the airports, and they always have a reason. It'll be like, well, I was on disability, so I had to start watching it because my wife was watching it. But tell me, is Maya going to, you know, they're so invested, but there's always this reason, you know. <laughs> I was watching with my auntie, and she made me watch it every day. But is she going to really say with, you know, that's, that's the way it is. And so um, so I think that's that's what's sad. It's, it's, uh, it, is, it is ending an era, hopefully not ending it, but yes. at least limiting an era gotcha. that, uh, that we'll never have again. I see that you also had a film this year called mm-hmm. From the Heart. Yes. It wasn't a soap, was it? Well, no, it was not a soap, but it's very soapy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <It's, laughs> you know, I don't want to give too much away, but yeah. yes, um, it was uh, sort of in the Hallmark lifetime yes. genre. And yeah. so, yeah, that it, you, you can only imagine there, mm. there's some funny, it's a pretty great storyline. Okay. okay. You came here today to talk about a music comedy called Found. Mm-hmm. Please tell us about the West Coast premiere. Yeah. So um, there was a show years ago called Title of Show, and this uh, man, Hunter Bell, wrote that show, and he also he went on to write this show, Found. Mm-hmm. He wrote the book um, along with Lee Overtree, and the music is by Eli Bolin, beautiful group of people, mm-hmm. incredibly talented, and it premiered in New York at the Atlantic Theater Company. Okay. It then was in Philadelphia, so it's had two East Coast premieres, I believe. There may have been others, but this is the first time it's going to be on the West Coast. So it's a really, it's a very special project, um, and there are people who are excited about it just based off of the talent of the the creators. Um, in addition, there is a true magazine called Found, yes. and it was started by Davy Rothbart al- along with some other people, but mm-hmm. Davy is... Um, really involved with the musical and he he's come to previews he's come to rehearsals he's just he he is is such a special human being and what it is is a magazine that publishes found notes and letters so if you saw like a funny flyer and you can do this still you can Mm -hmm. you can still submit to the magazine if you are a lot of them are kids because people don't write notes as much anymore, but, you know, a lot of kids still write notes in class or things like that. Or, you know, if you find something on the ground, you can send it in to the magazine and they might publish it. And mm-hmm. so the text That's of the musical... That's where it from. Yes. yes. So the text of the musical is largely sourced from these found materials. So they're true. You know, there's one song at the end. It doesn't point to this. It's actually... Um, the context of it in the musical is a love song, sort of a... Uh, a longing, you know, a kind of heartbreak moment. Um, but all of the texts are suicide notes. So, yeah, so there are these, so it's, some of them are incredibly funny. Some of them are really deeply poignant and moving. Um, and then there's this story, this love story and story of passion and, you know, about the founding of the magazine. And so that's where I come in. What's your role in the play? I, uh, I, you know, someone explained it to me very well 
because he was he's an understudy and he was watching from the outside and he's like, oh, you're temptation. (laughs) 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 Because I'm temptation as far as uh, the heart, love, leaving, um, but also temptation as far as um, abandoning ambition, abandoning the initial heart and and um, soul of the magazine for the possibility of fame. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got a few shots of some of the folks backstage. Can you put that up, Tony? There you go. Who is that? <laughs> Who is that lady? You know that girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Who is she, the one that you said you know? Yeah, that, that guy. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Who are some of these people? Now, I yes. must say, okay, mm-hmm. so from the left, uh, we have Sheila. Uh-huh. In the front row, Sheila, Desi, Parvesh, and then in the back is Tom... Am I, I can't see. Oh, Zara, and then um, and then Ryan, and so our ensemble okay. is I, I, literally everyone in this show is off the charts. There's our amazing director, okay. uh, Moritz van Strupelhagel. He is um, if anyone was in New York and saw the show, Hand to God, mm-hmm. very special piece. He's just incredible. He he. I, I say, you know, you have some directors who are like really clear about their vision yes. and they only want that and then you have some directors who almost give you no direction because they're so loose and he's the perfect marriage of those he trusts his actors he says I don't know you figure it out he he like trusts us to bring input he trusts that we're smart but then he also has a clear vision and it's, it's nice yeah he's yeah. great so yeah I mean all of the people in this show you have people who are groundlings mm-hmm. who have been you know Broadway credits TV credits okay. all of it and um and it's they're funny and they're like I said just mm-hmm. like the notes they're funny they're deep they're yeah they're amazing. Okay. Can you tell us a few things about the, the play itself? Sure. Yeah. Well, one of the things um, I'll, I'll mention also Catherine Burns, okay. who is she uh, is a choreographer, okay. and I. I, unfortunately, I don't get to dance very much, and it is my great sadness because okay. her choreography is so smart. It just, um, it, it so closely reflects the the mood of the words, you know? It's like, in some ways, it's like weirdly pedestrian, but then, you know, people can dance. And so it's, I, I love it. And, um, and the music is fun, and then there's also, as I said, really beautiful musical no- moments. So okay. it's it's worth coming to see. It's a it's okay. a great night of theater, and I think you'll leave feeling warm. Okay, mm-hmm. when are the different shows? That's a great question. We open <laughs> well. We have uh, one more preview tonight, okay. Okay. and um, so if you happen to be looking for something to do this evening, uh, it's downtown at LATC, which is on Spring Street, mm-hmm. Los Angeles Theater Center, and um, and those are twenty dollars tickets. Mm-hmm. And then we open on Thursday, and okay. then from there we'll run for four weeks, and pretty much it's like. Thursday, oh, sorry, Friday through Monday night okay. shows. Okay. Yeah. Now, it's at 514 uh, South Spring Street That's downtown. Right. That's it. It looks uh, like a bank, but looks like a don't bank. be deceived. Don't it's be a deceived. theater. Okay. Also, we just, can you back on one, on one uh, you'll see right there. That's great. That's the one which shows you where the theater is, yes. and right next door to it is a parking lot. Yes. Yes. But don't take all of our spots. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got some other stuff you can park on the street, and you can also oh, no, park totally. behind them. There are yeah. a bunch of lots about, down yes, there. Yeah, it's, thank there's you. one thank right you. across the street, yes. actually. Indeed, indeed. Um, let's see. Let's, there's one more shot we have of the uh, LATC. Okay, that's it. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now you you do your uh, previews tonight, and then yes. when do we start? Your run is how long? 
about four weeks. There's uh, murmurings of an extension, but Ooh. I don't know. Okay. So definitely get in within the four weeks just in okay. case that doesn't All right. happen. Uh, again, can you tell us the name of the play? Where is it at? And the date. Tell yes. us the name, please. Uh, it's Found, the musical. Yes, ma'am. And it is produced by Ayama Theater Company, which okay. is an incredibly powerful theater company up in L.A. They've been around for over 10 years. Yes. And will be down at the LATC Los Angeles Theater Center on Spring Street downtown. Cannot wait to see you there. Carla Mosey, we thank you very much for coming by. By the way, can I have your right hand, please? Yes. My dear, this is my trademark. Ah, Hold on to that for good luck. Look at this. You'll never be broke. This is the best day. <laughs> I'm coming back tomorrow. And of course, we have some flowers for you. Oh, Normally, we give roses, you. but the play, they didn't have them today, so they gave That's me okay. carnations. I love these. Right, I was indeed, not indeed. expecting this when I woke up this morning. Well, and of course, I want to thank our publicist, Lucy Pollock. Yes, she's the best. She's the best. Yeah. Every time I ask her to bring Santa someone, she always, as, as indicated by you, we always get good people. Again, thank you very, very much. And tell your mom and pa, enjoy the shows, I and will. thank them for what they brought in the world. Thank you thank so much. Thank you so very, very much. This is the Actors' Choice. I'm your host, Ron Brewington. The studio of Harvey Brandman Photography as an Art is proud to offer you a $100 discount off any photo package valued at $300 or more. Now, Harvey's been in the business for nearly a quarter of a century, and he certainly knows how to take care of his customers. So please give him a call today at 818-954-9294. That's 818-954-9294. You'll be glad you did. And by the way, please tell Harvey that you heard about his offer right here on The Actor's Choice. Haiku. Style. Passion. Heart. It's the latest release from author and attorney Ron Irwin. The book was inspired by the author's first exposure to haiku well over a half century ago. This experience produced within him a deep passion to experience Asia, which he did later as a U.S. Marine. The book is available in paperback at lulu.com. That's lulu.com. And Irwin says he'll give 20% of net book sales split evenly between the veterans of foreign wars and Vietnam veterans of America. Book to the Future. Time Travel, Message in a Capsule. It's a new book by author Larry Buford. It's a historical and faith-based account of how what you do and follow today will affect you tomorrow. The author also calls it an adventure for those who want to travel back through time. The book is now available in paperback for only $17.95 from Amazon. So please, get your copy today. And now, a word from State Farm agent Carla Green. Roll it. Let me ask you something. What do you see when you look at your home and your car? Do you see a bundle? A combo deal. That's how other insurance companies see them. But a State Farm agent sees so much more. Because a State Farm agent sees your home and your car as more than just four walls and four wheels. They see the things you've worked really hard for. So why not give them the protection they deserve? Let me help you with that. Give me a call. State Farm Agent Carla Green, 213-239-9675. I look forward to speaking with you. Thanks, Carla. And like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For more information, call 213-239-9675. That's 213-239-9675. Please welcome a new sponsor, 
an actor space with classes and private coaching by veteran actor Rob Brownstein. An actor square has Thursday night classes for working actors and Tuesday night foundation and technique classes for early career actors. Now, the idea here is to build on each actor's strengths, who you are to help you refine and reimagine your acting and your career. For more information, contact Class B at robbrownstein.com. That's class at robbrownstein.com, or you can give them a call, 323-646-1268. That's 323-646-1268. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ebony Repertory Theater, in conjunction with the International City Theater, proudly presents for your enjoyment Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill. The play stars the magnificent sound of singer Carol Foreman as she performs Billy Holiday's music February 6th through March the 1st. Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill is not to be missed. For more information, please call the ERT at 323-964-9766. That's 323-964-9766. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to have a good laugh, I mean a good laugh, then you need to see Shelly Fisher and the Hebrew hillbilly Fifty Shades of Ave. Friends is the largest, this is the folks, this is the largest playing solo musical play in the U.S. of A. The show will be held at the Santa Monica Playhouse, located at 1211 4th Street in Santa Monica, California. For booking and information, please call 310-344-6410. That's 310-344-6410. Believe me, I've seen this play about a dozen times, and I still go back for more laughs. If see you at the Santa Monica Playhouse, 1211 4th Street in Santa Monica, California. And finally, if you have a product, a service, or an upcoming event that you'd like to see advertised on this program, please call 323-533-1036. That's 323-533-1036. Our prices are very affordable. Thank you. This is The Actor's Choice. I'm your host, Ron Brewington. Roll it, Tony. Wow, what you, ladies and gentlemen, what you have just seen is our, from our next guest. He is certainly most capable. He's a scriptwriter, an author, and a poet. In fact, I had to stop for a second. When I was a kid, we used to have a joke. Poet don't know it, but your feet show it. They're long fellas. <laughs> we used to always say that. 
Harlem. Harlem. <laughs> the first he first honed on his storytelling skills as a stand-up comic in comedy clubs all across the country. Marvelous. He's a 2019 Lanford Wilson Award nominee and was a featured writer in the 16th annual ABC Discovers New York Talent Showcase. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Vincent Terrell Durham. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Ron. You're welcome. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Shoot. Welcome to the Actors Choice. It's so like now being we, home. Right? Yeah, like being yeah, home. I love, you I love know. this place. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. So now we know how you hone your storytelling skills. But I got to say this. There was a lot of God that God gave you talents and that show you shared with us all the time. Oh, thank, thank you for you. that. Thank you. Now, I got a little f- film coming up here, a little picture, a little, little picture. Maybe you can tell me, who that <laughs> handsome young man? Who that little guy? Who that? <laughs> wow, that's crazy. And you my, know what? That, I think I was five. I think that's five years old. Wow. I think I was five. And really, that's where everything started. <laughs> I remember, I don't remember anything before five. Gotcha. So like everything that I give out, give out right now, it comes from that kid right there. Oh, it's yeah. Incredible. Can you take it to the next picture? Man, those ears. The next picture is the guy who, 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 let's see, where's that young man at? Oh, yeah. You see one, and there is the next one. Okay. Oh, uh, that so one. Yeah, still that, got that's the same it. ears. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. Uh, thank you. Thank uh, you. I lost yeah, the yeah. hair, though. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, I used to have hair, too. Right? <laughs> and they said, Brewington, go bald. And I said, well, nobody wants to see me with a bald head. I went bald. Everybody else went bald. We look good bald. And the women like uh, yeah, bald, don't yeah. they? <laughs> Isaac Hayes started it, I he think. Didn't he didn't. That's I right, Isaac Hayes. Oh, he wore it uh, well, didn't yeah, he? he did. Wow. I mean, we have to go through the thing of shaving every day. Right, right. But I say to myself, the end result is that people see it. They, they, they see the sparkling, the light yes, bouncing yeah. off your head from two blocks away. Put some away. cocoa butter on there. Ooh, what you say? Oh, <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> Question. When did you write your first play, Vincent? You know, um, this is like, and I'm so glad to be here, Ron. I really oh, am. I'm glad to have you. Like, this is celebration. Like, 2020 <laughs> is my seventh year as a professional writer. Wow. You know? Wow. So, wow. And, and like mm. everything, actually, it's really funny. Like today uh-huh. is the seventh year anniversary of the first time I ever did a play on stage. Uh, we did a stage reading of a play called Draw Me Happy. And it was exactly seven years today. Mm. You know? Mm. So, yeah. Mm. So, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a moment. And I'm, I'm glad I get to spend this moment with you, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell us the process of developing a play from beginning, middle, and end to put it up on that stage so that an audience can see it. How do you do that? Yeah, you know, the first process is, is writing it and right. getting it out of your head. But there's something for writing it. What, what comes for that? Ideas. The, you know, the ideas, and I don't even know where they come from, yes, so yes. I can't even claim that other than, you know, someone <laughs> smarter than me, and, you know, you, and we know who that is, oh. you know? So, but yeah, yeah, I sit in a room by myself in front of my wow. laptop. I got my Lipton tea. I got my Trident gum. Those are the things that I need you to hear get this, these folks? things you hear uh, this? <laughs> going. And, and, and these people just start talking to me. Mm. You know, mm. so mm. I just hammer it out. And then you, you just get from one page, you get from one page to 120 pages. And I can't even tell you how that happens. But when I get to that 120th page, I'm really happy and I'm satisfied mm-hmm. and then you get some actors some dope actors just to get together and read it for you first mm-hmm. so you can hear it and see see if it sounds like a play see if it sounds like what people would actually say you know and the first time I ever did that was with a play called Draw Me Happy right. these people came into my living room they read this piece that I had hoped to be a play yes and they read it to me and I sat there and I have to say that I, I felt so 
good because it was like it was a play. I wasn't delusional. I wasn't crazy. I had actually written a play. So yeah, it's a process. And then, you know, of course, trying to find a stage, trying to find the money, trying to, to get it from that first line that you wrote yes. all the way to, you know, people in the audience coming to see it. Right. You know, it's a process. But you, I wouldn't change it for anything gotcha. in the world. You make it classy when you do your name. It's not just Vincent. <laughs> I mean, I ain't Vincent. It is Vincent Terrell Durham. Thank you, man. Thank you. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. All three names. All three All names. Three let, names. Let, people, let them names just roll off it. And then they know that's the play that you see. We're going to show some of, his, some of your work in okay. just a few minutes. Right. We can talk all day long, but I want people to see your All work. right. I like that. As an actor, you've done acting? No. No. Uh, no. I got to uh, tell you, there's a screen test out there for ABC. Okay. That if anyone ever saw that, they would know that I'm not an actor. Why? <laughs> oh, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but you were a comedian? Yeah. You know, and that, that, right? those are two separate animals, and I learned that quickly. Okay. You know, stand-up comedy is one thing. Getting up, and, and I love my actors, and I give them all the kudos in the world because I can't do that. And I learned quickly. I'm telling you, I wish I could find that screen test because it is horrible. Uh, folks, you got to meet this guy. He is really a gentleman, a great attitude, unlimited humor. It don't stop. <laughs> it don't stop. The year was 2014. NAACP Theater Festival. Can you put that up, sir? Yeah. yeah. There you are, sec top, top row, second from the right. Third from right, third, third from right. Yes, with some great people out oh, there. Oh, yeah, some great My brother Ted Ling. Yeah, Ted. Oh, yeah. a lot of folks in there. Oh, Marvelous. Yeah. You know, and that that's a great moment for me because, like, that was at the Nate Holden Theater. Right. And Nate Holden Theater was one of my goals. I wanted to be on that stage. I wanted one, one of my works on that stage. And uh, a Barefooted Easter yes. got to be up there. Yeah, wow. So. That same year, you gave us a play called Targets of Choice. Ooh. Rolling. Guys, Billy, carry pepper spray. You know how to shoot your man. Like you can mobilize somebody. Do you see the police? It's about 8.07. Uh, Silver's about 8.07. Silver's still right now. It's about 8.07. Silver's still right now. We work hard. We raise our hands. Captured the witness's reaction. During the final moments of the show, you put your hands all over that. You know, that's, a, that's mm. a great piece. And uh, just a shout out to Toby Wyndham yes. and his wife Chanel. Yes. They were behind that, they were the producers on that. They came to me and asked me if I would write the piece. Right. And so, yeah, they set that up. And if you get a chance, go online and watch that. There's some great actors in there. There's probably at least maybe 15 to 18 actors in there. Wow. And those people you will see again. Okay. 2015, you gave us another great play. <laughs> the that? subject is one that I deeply love. That is black women talking. What started you about to do this play? My aunts and my mother, you mm -hmm. know? And I remember specifically, um, both from the East Coast, you know? And so, yeah. like, going home means something. You know, you go, you go home and you get recharged. And I was sitting in a parking lot and I said, I need to go and hear my mother talk. I need to hear my aunties talk. Yes. And then that's where the play started rolling in my head, black women talking. You know, it's something about just being in a room with black women, listening to them talk, much like Crystal was talking about, even talking about soap operas, right. you know? Get yes. black women in a room talking about soap operas. That's entertainment <laughs> all day long. All day. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got a short clip for that play. All right. Roll it, Tony.
I love to hear black women talking, black women squawking. I was raised by black women talking, black women squawking. Not black women created by VH1 for love and hip hop, but black women created by black eyed peas and collard greens. Black women created by Motown tunes on Saturday afternoons. I love to hear black women talking, black women squawking. I was rocked to sleep by black women talking, black women squawking. Not those black women created by Andy Cohen for profit and fame. Black women created from color lines. Vincent, what's your pleasure when you're doing a play? What's the subject? Is it fiction, nonfiction, controversial? It's, it's all of those things. Okay. And, and, and controversial is like the big thing for me. You know, I want people to walk out talking. You know, I don't want people to just say, oh, that was nice and everything. I want you to have a conversation. And I want it to stick with you. You know, yeah. That's a yeah. secret, a good so, secret. Yeah. Can I say something about black play, women play, talking? Please say it, say it. I just, you know, like, I don't do any of this by myself. And I'm, like, blessed to have these people that I collaborate oh, with. Yeah. And so, like, I want to give a shout out to please, my brother, Rod, Rod McCormick, who uh, directed that piece and helped me produce that piece. And that's the other thing about being in this business. And, like, even my, my friendship with you, you mm-hmm. know, like, you don't do this alone. <laughs> And no, you no. have to, you have to get this tribe together. Right. And these seven years, I have such a fantastic tribe, you know. And I love everyone who's in my tribe. So, and I'm glad you're in my tribe too. I'd like to stay in it. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, it's amazing the way you do it. You sit there, you do these plays, and people come see you. Oh, I mean, I come in there, and sometimes I walk out of one of your plays like this. <laughs> if yeah. I can make people cry, that's yeah. good too. <laughs> Brother, I've also heard and seen your work, but I must tell you something. I first saw a play coming up here in L.A. at a theater on La Brea. Mm. It's the kind of story that you never, never, never forget. The name of the play, The Fertile River. What does that play mean to you? Uh, Mm. You know, The Fertile River is my baby. You know, because, like, Draw Me Happy was the first play that I wrote. Yes. But The Fertile River was a play that gave me confirmation that I kind of know what I'm doing, you know? And so when that came to me, and I was blessed to get that play. I don't know where that play came from other than it was a blessing because I'm not that smart, you know? I really am not that Say smart. what? Man, when that play came out of me, I, I told was you like, he was humble, y'all. I told <laughs> no, you. No, that play came from, you know, that came from a higher power. Wow. But, um, yeah, and it, it's a beautiful play. Yes. It says something, yes. and it, it shows the power of a black family. Yes. And it shows the strength of a black family and 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 how we are determined to find a place in this country okay. that doesn't always want us in this country. Okay. I, I love that piece. It's, Bef- it's my baby. Before we see the play, there's a slide that shows the uh the crew. Can you run there, there it is? There, there they are. Oh there they oh. are. Wow. Oh. You know, that was the first reading of Thank you, Tony. the Fertile River. Wow. And, you, and you saw who's in there. There's so many Oh, yeah, somebody in up in there. But, yeah, yeah right. but uh, Miss Talba Hopkins right. is in there. And that, that's what I'm talking about, right. the blessings that I have. Right. Like, I grew up watching the Tony Orlando and Dawn. I grew up loving right. Miss Talma Hopkins. And to get a chance to work with her? Right. Come on. And, and I have to give a shout-out to my brother, Elton Patton, because that would not have happened without him. Wow. He's the one who... Really, he's one of the first people who said, the Fertile River, mm-hmm. I see something in this. Let's make it happen. You know, and like I said, you can't do these things by yourself. You yeah, have yeah. to have someone who believes in you and who pushes you when you want to stop working. 
You know, they, no, you can do it. You can do it. Wow. So. Vincent, I can't wait no longer. Can't wait no longer. Ladies and gentlemen, please sit back for the next 67 seconds and enjoy the Fertile River. Roll it. Yes, marvelous, <laughs> marvelous. You call it the baby. Uh, yeah, that's my baby. You writers, y'all, y'all do the thing. Y'all have to give it to the director. Y'all take the baby. And y'all act like, don't you touch my baby. That's my baby. You know, and don't you change a word or nothing in it. That's where I am. I, I, I really am dedicated to my words. Other than that, I'm kind of free. <laughs> Just don't change my words. Wow. But other than that, like, that's the great thing about working with a great director. Yes. They have a vision sometimes that I didn't even imagine. Right. So I do walk into a room and say, "I'm free." You know, I, I, I will. I'm, I'm going to honor your vision. Right. Because like most of the times, they show me stuff that I didn't even think about. Wow. You know. So, so you like, go ahead and write that in. No, no. I, they don't change my words or anything. Oh, it's just enough. something like, like, yeah. like what I thought that meant. Yes. They bring a whole different meaning to it sometimes, gotcha. and I'm like, okay. But then later, I'm like, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. That's a play to put some mess on your mind. <laughs> How many places have you taken that play? Ah, uh, the Fertile River has been in at least five places. Like we did a beautiful uh, three-day performance in Baylor, Texas, uh, Baylor yes. at Baylor University in Waco, Texas. Right, and that was wonderful. Uh, it's played in my hometown of Binghamton, which was great. Binghamton, Binghamton, New York. New York. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. was great because, like, that yes. was the first time my mother had actually seen a play of mine. And she was, and my mother does not like to talk in public at all. But and the, during the Q and A, mm -hmm. someone said, "Oh, the mother of the playwright is here." She stood right up, proud, and proud, yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was great. They, if you ask my opinion, y'all asking my opinion, they need to make a movie out of that play. Ooh. That's my opinion. Oh. I hope that people would do that. Let's do that. Yes, That's, that Rob needs... Rubinson said that. Let's oh, make a yeah. movie. Tony said it. He, he had all stuff Steven in there. Steven Spielberg is <laughs> yeah. it. He watches it. We call him Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to him. Yes, yeah, yeah, the, right. the next set. Let's make that happen. Oh. Well, what are you doing now with the play? Are you moving around now? Uh, yes, actually, there's going to be a reading uh, at the <sighs> Road Theater on March 9th, and it's uh, 8 p.m. Give me a flyer so I can make sure. Not okay. today, but let me send me a flyer. We'll make okay, sure we'll, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Road Theater, March you 9th, got my seat. 8 p.m. I'm, I'm all the way left on the third row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be fun. Yeah. Uh, we got some uh, heavy hitters in that as well. Denise Dows will be in that. <sighs> Denise. Yes, and uh, Dan Martin. Yes. And, and a couple other uh, Dan great Martin. People. He's married to a lady, isn't he's he? He's married to the great Ella Joyce. Yeah, you better know yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get both of them you up know? here. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. Yes. It's like, you know, and I, I, I'm going to keep saying it, and uh, Crystal was saying it before about blessing you know yeah. i don't take it for granted i am blessed to meet these people and mm -hmm. to have these people believe in me and to speak my words wow. 
You know, come on. It doesn't get any better than that. Before we get out of here, my brother, I got three photos to show you before they put us out of here. Oh, no. I hope it's not like me on a baby. You know, you already went back Here's to the that first one. Thing. <laughs> Look at that one. Uh, <laughs> Best of ground five. Oof. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I started out in uh, Playground LA. That's that's where I became a playwright. Yes. You know, I, I was with them for five years. And, yes. You know, I wrote a lot of 10-minute plays there, and some of those 10-minute plays became bigger plays. Mm. And uh, hopefully I got one play that we made into a full-length play, and hopefully this year it's going to make some noise. Make some noise. Yeah. Amen. Second play coming up. Jade Ooh, to Black. Jade to Black. Mm. Not uh, Fade to Black, yeah, but Jade to Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. a sister in uh, Houston, Texas, Denise O'Neill. Okay. And she is... She is uh, doing so many great things for theater in in, in Houston. Right. Yeah, I forgot. I, I think it was now probably what played in Houston. Okay. Ten minute play. Now I understand, of course, that the Federal River is going to come back out. Is that the, is this the revised uh, poster that you're looking at right now? Oh, that's a beautiful. Uh, isn't that uh, Andre Rochester drew that? You know, actually, the performance that you were at on yes. Acme. Okay. While the play was being performed, he was out in the lobby painting his. In, his impression of what was happening on stage. Ouch. So Ouch. He, he, he painted that during the uh, three-day run. Oh, yeah. This is going to be nice to see it. Can't <laughs> help myself. I got to see this one. Like I said earlier, Mr. Durham, the Lord put a blessing on you. Oh, thank you, Rob. Put a, put a mess on He sure did. Future Projects? Ooh, television show. Go ahead. <laughs> is that right? I just got to sell it. That's all. But no, I'm you so got proud agent? of this. Steven? Steven Spielberg? <laughs> but no, it's, it's, a, it's a TV show called Clean. Okay. Can't give too much of it away, but okay. it's set in Harlem in 1963. I'll be there. You know, and I actually contacted you because there's two twin brothers in there. and Four guys? No, well, you know, we, we had that conversation, right? It, it's twin brothers in there. Okay, let's say that. One is named Ron. I didn't, I didn't get your brother's name in time to yes. change that character, so... Yes. So, but it's Ron and Roy who are the twins. That's not, that's not too bad. He's Rudolph. Yeah. His name is Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm thank excited you. for that. You know, uh, oh, thank again, you. this thank is you. a script that came from someone else. So, right. Yeah. Before we get out of here, last question. Vincent just had a birthday, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> on Friday, February the 14th, Ballon Day. Please, if you didn't put one on Facebook, get a message to the man. <laughs> Happy belated birthday yeah. to Mr. Vincent Terrell. Durham. I am appreciative of that birthday. Oh, thank you so, so much. Glad thank for you to you, come sir. out here. Uh, Can I have your right hand for a second? Because you know I got something you. You know what? There you go. There <laughs> thank you, go. you, man. Oh. These things come in handy, too. You know? <laughs> they do. It's I a hope. struggle. <laughs> but good luck, my brother. Thank good you, luck. Good luck. Appreciate it. Special thanks to our sponsors, Harvey Brandman, Photography as an Art. Ron Irwin's hit haiku, Style, Passion, Heart. Larry Buford's Book to the Future. Time Travel, Message in a Capsule, State Farm Agent Carla Green, and Rob Brownstein's Actor Training School and Actors Space. And much thanks, ladies and gentlemen, to the guests we had today, actress Carla Mosley and scriptwriter, author, and poet, Benson Terrell Durham. And of course, special thanks to our ever-growing audience. Be well. We say we'll see you the next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.